Hello and welcome back. If you're new here, my name is June and I'm a videographer of sorts. This channel has something to do with videography and video editing, but it's also just kind of a reflection of my life, I think, a documenting of my thoughts and my growth, all that standard stuff. So this video has to do more specifically with growth. It has to do with me moving out of this apartment and back in with my parents in Abbotsford. This apartment really represents a lot because it kind of coincided with the start and finish of my creative journey as a as a wannabe videographer and photographer. So really this place to me represents my failure as a creative. And it sounds really negative, but in many ways it's liberating and kind of a nice feeling. Um, it's weird to put it that way, actually, now that I hear myself say it. Sorry, there's just a lot going on up here. So this apartment is my creative journey and identity as a creative. And the start was a video very similar to the one that you're watching now. No B-roll or anything like that. It was my last year in university and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do after graduation. Was going to graduate with an English degree, wasn't really sure what to do with it. And somehow I just found myself starting to shoot a lot of video for people. It just started as a very personal hobby of mine, uh, just documenting the things that I loved and things that I cared about uh, and just for fun, just had a lot of fun. My first gig was for this barber shop in Surrey. So much respect for them and seeing their growth as well. Uh, when I first met them, they had just opened up. They've grown their team of, I think, three to two floors um, filled. A lot of employees now. So they've done really well for themselves and I'm super happy to see them grow. But yeah, they gave me my first couple of gigs. And then from there, it was just kind of word of mouth and I began to shoot all sorts of things from corporate to sports to engagements and proposals to all sorts of stuff. But I couldn't really make it. I don't know. Uh, and I think that's another topic that's really kind of on my heart nowadays is like, not of self doubt, but I don't know what it is. It's like an arrogance thing and a confidence thing. Like I'm, at this point in my career, I'm super confident in my abilities as an editor, as a videographer. I know that I shoot things differently. I edit things differently in a unique way. And most of my edits are motivated and make sense logically. I'm very confident about my abilities as a creative, but I'm less confident in my abilities as a creative that can do what's necessary to succeed. And what I mean by that, I think is more, I don't know, in my head, it's being a sellout. It's one of those things that I haven't been able to, and I don't know if it's a, if it's a maturity thing or if it's a creative thing, if it's an entitlement thing, but there's so, it's just, I absolutely hate having to do client work. And I hate having to make concessions to somebody that I arguably do not care for. Even if it's a friend, you know, it doesn't feel that great to have to make version two, three, or four for somebody. And, and actually it's not a matter of it being insulting to me. I think in the beginning stages as a videographer or creative, anytime somebody critiques your work, you do take it personally and you do find it insulting. For me though, that was the beginning stage, but then over time, it's not about that anymore. It's about delivering a product that you sincerely think is inferior or is not as creative or pure as you, as you once thought it was. And that's something I've really noticed since really letting go of this career path. So, I mean, so I, I guess I got ahead of myself, but in those first phases of trying to find footing as a videographer, 
I was just doing a lot of, you know, cheap gigs for fun gigs. Did a couple of like okay paying ones, but I had zero business sense. And so I barely made anything because I was investing back into gear as I'm still doing um, and as a lot of people seem to do. So, so it came to a point where it was like, okay, well, it's not working out. I'm going to pick up a part-time job. And that's what I did. I started working at a camera store. Shout out to you guys. Freaking love you guys still. I worked there for about, I think, two or three months. It wasn't that long. Um, and then one of the customers actually was uh, had his own startup marketing company. So he asked me to work for him. Then, uh, And then I went. So I was the creative director of this marketing agency startup. At that point in my personality and career, I, I loved, you know, person-to-person interaction. I was very interpersonal. Uh, and social. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the work. I enjoyed the team checking in on others and just building systems and just leading these shoots. But I didn't stay there that long. I quit because of a a clash in values between essentially the company and me. And that's when I had my first taste of like, well, shit, my values are one thing, but then we all got to eat. We got to take this job on if we want to make ends meet or like begin to, you know, financially uh, progress as a company. So that's when I had my first bout of like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to let success destroy my values, or I'm not going to, you know, smother my values for success and for advancement of my career. And in a conversation, it sounds like, wow, I have so much integrity and it sounds great. But I really didn't enjoy that. Like it didn't bring me joy. <laughs> if anything, it was just like, why? Why do I have these values? And why must I stick with them so dearly that I can mess up a potentially great career? So it really bothered me, but like, I mean, had to keep going. So went back to freelancing, continued that grind of just like word of mouth, essentially. I was really trying to do Instagram and stuff. Uh, I was trying a bunch of collaborations on the side and whatnot. I mean, I got to a decent place and a decent level, I guess, but it still wasn't like enough money to do well if you know what I mean. Definitely still struggling at this point. But then in one time, three uh, companies reached out to me. So with those three choices, I opted for the agency because they had a really good name, big name in Vancouver, and they were working with really cool clients. But at that point, I was already kind of teetering on the edge of burnout. I was getting really sick of freelancing and um, in hindsight, I was just really sick of video. So to join this agency, I think, was very short-sighted on my part. I did gain a lot from it, though. I learned so much from it, and I have so much admiration and respect for that team. But yeah, joining at the point of burnout and to be thrown into that kind of environment of go, 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 hustle, grit, grinding, um, wasn't really the best idea. But even worse than that, it made me really see like what the upper echelon of videography looked like. Um, to work with, again, these really big brands and to see that it's the same pattern as the brands that are very small and local. Um, and I guess that, I don't know, it's not like I was expecting that things would be better per se, but it was just, it just kind of really put things into perspective of like, wow, there's this whole entire spectrum and it's all pretty much the same model. It's pretty much the same premise. Um, in terms of how you work, how you get clients, and how you treat clients. And I just, and something just broke where I was just couldn't do it. I just hated the thought of 
doing that type of work. But all of that aside, I think it really just goes back to my root. I started this stuff to document the shit that I love. For me, that's always been my style. It's always been more of a home video type feel. My intention, whether I was aware of it or not, it was to document things that are important to me and things that I love things that I care about. So when I look at videography as a career, there was a lot of concessions that needed to be made. And especially tiring was my personality, not being able to be very blunt with people, to not be able to say, hey, your idea is shit. Uh, I don't fuck with it. I don't vibe with it. I don't want to do it. Or just, hey, I don't care about your project. I really don't. I want to do mine. And, and I haven't been able to express that to anybody. So in many ways, this quarantine, the self-isolation period has been nothing but a blessing for me. And that's something that I realized as well. I think a couple minutes ago, I said that I loved dealing with people and clients because at that point in my personality. And what I meant by that, I think, is that my personality has definitely shifted over the years, over my time in this space. This space has seen me change from a very social butterfly, complete extrovert, got a lot of energy from spending time with people into this introvert that absolutely detests spending time with people, having to talk to people. And it's definitely not like across the board. It's not like all the time I hate people. I'm super antisocial. It's not that. It's just that it, for me, is an ex ex exactly what an introvert is. It's an expenditure of energy that sometimes I just don't have. So during this phase, like I think I've made 18 videos, maybe 19 or something uh, in the span of a month. And, and I haven't slowed down yet. Like I've moved in this past week and I still managed to post three. And it's so effortless. It's so free. It's so, like, I don't care what I'm trying to do here. The goal is, yeah, you know, grow a channel make something online so that I can feed myself and my family and the future family. But at the core of it all, at the essence of it all, it's, it's fuck everything. I'm going to make what I want. Fuck an audience, fuck a client, fuck success or anything. It's just like, hey, I have an idea. I'm going to fucking do it and make it and then fucking post it and not give a shit about any numbers or anything or like recognition or anything. It's just, it's like I'm finally free to just fucking just be me. So in many ways, this move has to do with me really returning to me. And there's in, in no way am I saying that this me today is the me that was here four years ago opening this door. It's me returning to my senses as a creative person to create shit that I find enjoyable. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That's my rant. I really don't know where I'm going with that. But anyways, it's hard to really describe, but I really do feel like it's me coming home to a sense of myself. Um, one thing I was really saddened by actually, and actually this was supposed to be the heart of this video, not this talk today, but me looking back at older videos that I've made. The first few videos that I made in this space. When I was looking at my older stuff, <laughs> I looked so happy and so joyful, so glad to be around these people that I really liked. Um, so glad to be able to document the times. So glad to be able to put to video my thoughts and who I was in that particular moment in time. Everything was exciting. Everything was new. Um, 
and everything was real. I don't know. And everything was, was just, just pure. And I fast forward today and I don't have that, that energy. I don't have that joy of, I don't know. Like equipment doesn't get me excited anymore. I don't care about cameras that much. They still entice me, sure. I still want to buy them, but I don't get that same joy from it. That like innocent, oh, this camera is going to make me better type of joy. I don't get that same you know, rush because now I'm so focused on just grabbing onto me and not letting go of just making shit um, and not caring what people think. But <sighs> I'm sure I've contradicted myself <laughs> so many times in that little spiel, but um, I don't know. That's just where my head's at. And I'm trying to just rediscover that joy. I think I'm slowly going to try to do that in this new space. So I think this move is good for me. It sucks that I have to move back in with my parents. That's a very big blow to my ego, I think, and my initial goals when I was in my teens or early 20s. To spend my late 20s living with my family and not being able to do very well financially for myself um, and creatively for myself, I think that was a big blow. Um for at least a day or two. But now it's just kind of like, okay, don't dwell on it. What can you do in this situation? What can you change? How can you thrive? How can you return back to who you want it to be? How can you go back to having goals and having passions, having hobbies and having genuine people around you that you really care about or, or not having those people and just having you and the ones very close to you. And I was, I don't know, my legs asleep. Ah, thank you if you've made it this far into the video. It's not what I intended to record, so I don't know if, how I'm going to use this or if, if I can use this. Uh, but yeah, that's where we're at. We'll see what we can make with this. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Bye.